I'm sports attorney Luke Fedlam, and welcome to the Protecting Your Possibilities podcast. Each conversation, we focus on sharing information and having conversations around how athletes can best educate and protect themselves for their life outside of their sports. Thanks so much for tuning in to the podcast today. I'm your host, Luke Fedlam, and uh, really excited to have you all listening in today. I'm excited for this conversation as it's near and dear to my heart. But first, I just want to say thank you again so much for subscribing to the podcast. Thanks for sharing it with your colleagues. Thanks for reaching out to me with your comments, with episode ideas, new topics for us to discuss. And ultimately, you know, we do this for you. We do this podcast for the listeners to be able to share, you know, high quality, uh, accurate information around how we protect athletes and, and really how important that is to providing protection to athletes. So with all that in mind, I couldn't be more excited uh, and, and happier to share with you a friend of mine who's joining the podcast today, Mr. Courtney Scott, who is the founder of Content Incubator. Courtney, what's going on, my man? Man, nothing much, uh, Luke. I, you know, first before we get started, I want to thank you and uh, Porter Wright for giving me this platform to speak. Oh, absolutely. Anytime. And listen, you know, for all the listeners out there, uh, Courtney is out here doing great work. I mentioned, you know, Courtney, that you're the founder of Content Incubator. You're based in Atlanta, Georgia. Why don't you share with our listeners, you know, just a little bit more about what you do? So again, thanks, Luke. Content Incubator is a search firm uh, for parents and their and their sons and the sons. Uh, and we what we do is we teach them about the business of sports. Specifically, we work with the parents of lottery picks, NBA lottery pick. And for those of you who do not know it, a lottery pick is a is a young man who's going to get drafted in the NBA, either number one through fourteen. Um, and we teach the, the the parents everything soup to nuts about the business of sports. We discuss you know college athletics. We discuss shoe deals. We we discuss the new trends that are on the on the horizon when it comes to sports business so anything from agents we discuss financial advisors um not only we discuss but i we you know we talk about when we learn together about these different topics absolutely so you can just tell from that uh intro you know that courtney and i have a shared passion for education for preparation especially when it comes to athletes and helping the athletes and their families understand how to best protect themselves you know, helping parents to understand how to protect their student athletes who are transitioning to becoming professional athletes. So it's always a joy when you get to spend time together. So thank you, Courtney, for for making the time. And for those of you who uh, were watching the NBA draft here at the end of uh, last week, my man Courtney was on there looking, uh, you know, super sharp and all dressed up uh, and supporting one of the families that he worked with. So um, for you to take the time, Courtney, to work with us today uh, and spend some time with us, man, we really appreciate it. Uh, man, no, no worries, Luke. Thank you so much. <laughs> so there's really one particular reason why I wanted to bring Courtney on today, and, and we're going to get to that here in a second. But I also wanted to share with you, you know, in a way to amplify some of the things that Courtney was talking about. So when he's talking about these families and the families of lottery picks that he works with, He's bringing in experts. You know, he's bringing in people who are experts in their field to talk to these families and to help them understand what's really going on in the sports, you know, world and in the business side of sports. And I think that that's something that's really important because, you know, oftentimes, you know, there are people out there, you know, who will name drop and who will talk about all the things that they could do, but they don't really have the substance about them. And Courtney's really one of those people that wants to bring in people of substance. And now I'm not saying that just because I'm one of the people that he brought in to talk about name, image and likeness. 
uh, in particular, but I'm talking about it because it's just so important when we think about the long-term protection and education of athletes and those around those athletes. So we know that there are some significant changes coming when it relates to you know, name, image, and likeness, you know, things that are going to change the landscape of college sports. And we've talked a lot about that here on this podcast. But Courtney, I just want to ask you and get your thoughts on why do you think it's important for families to hear about name, image, and likeness and the changes that are coming on the landscape of college sports? Why is it important for, for the families and for their sons and daughters who are athletes? Yeah, I think, it, I think it's extremely important for a myriad of reasons. One, um, the families, you know, me talking to all those families, especially the ones, of, you know, since I deal with lottery picks, they, they've always felt left out of the equation or they, they've always felt that they were the caboose on the train, the last one to know. Um, and with name, image, and likeness, with all, with all of the, with COVID, with all of the, the, the social justice, with all of the hot-button topics, um, I think the parents should be the first to know or have the first voice in the say when it comes to name, image, and likeness, you know, the, the social justice and, 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 and any other type of, of health and wellness issue. Um, the parents are always the last ones to know, but I think the parents should be the first ones that, in that discussion and, and, and should be the ones to, that should be able to have a very loud voice in the room, and oftentimes they're not. So I think with, with name, image, and likeness, it's literally right around the corner. The parents need to be educated what it is, you know, what what precautions or what measures need to be taken uh, to protect their sons and daughters because it's, it's definitely going to be a new form of business that for for parent for these young men and parents, um, and they just need to be keenly aware of what's going on. So yeah, obviously, I couldn't agree more. I think you know, name, image, and likeness will be one of the most fundamental changes to college sports since, you know, the early 1950s when the NCAA first started offering sports scholarships. I mean, we're talking 70 years. This is a massive change for student athletes to be able to monetize or commercialize their brand in ways that they haven't been able to or haven't been allowed to previously. So, so I definitely agree with you. And I think that that is a perfect segue into the conversation that we wanted to focus on today. So, Many of you know that in addition to leading the sports law practice at Porter Wright, I'm also the founder of Anomaly Sports Group that focuses on the education of athletes, working with athletic departments and professional sports teams to educate their, their players. And Courtney, his commitment with Content Incubator is focused on educating athletes and families, and especially and particularly those athletes uh, who are elite and families who are um, you know elite families in sports, and we've had a lot of conversations on this this idea of educating families beyond just the athletes, and so we've come together uh, on a new initiative. And so, just so you know, we record these podcasts prior to when they get launched on Apple, you know, podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your your podcasts. So we're recording this on Monday, November twenty third, and on Tuesday, November twenty fourth, which will be the day before you're actually listening to this podcast, there will be a, a story on ESPN uh, that will be put out that will uh, get into what it is that we're doing. So with that, I guess if I had a drum roll here, I'd, I'd, I'd play the drum roll. Courtney, why don't you share a little bit with our listeners about what we're doing? Well, Luke, you're far too kind. As I told you when we first talked, uh, I could have not 
or we could have out, you know, the we could not have birthed the CBPA without you um, and, and, and Bruce a part of this. But basically, on Tuesday, November 24th at 8 a.m., uh, the CBPA will launch, and that stands for the College Basketball Parents Association. And the CBPA uh, is a national community building resource for current and future parents and guardians of, of college basketball players, and that's Division One through Three, men's and women. And this is just a again, it's a community for parents to educate parents, and they and they can have fellowship and congregate and learn more about the sports business. They'll be able to educate parents who have young men and young women that play high school basketball to educate them about the process and the steps and, and the potential pitfalls that they possibly can circumvent and, and have resources out there for them so they won't have to make so many mistakes or, or if they need questions asked about recruiting. They'll have a good sounding board they can rely on. Yes, outstanding. The College Basketball Parents Association. So you can definitely check more out at the cbpa.org that's t-h-e-c-b-p-a.org and you can listen to what we're talking about here but you can actually read more about the community that we're creating of parents the work that we're going to be doing when you go to the website and check that out because i think that is so so important to not forget about the parents i mean listen we know that colleges and universities their athletic departments the focus is on the student athlete as it should be um and we also know that when parents will take their son or daughter to school, then you know the athletic department wraps their arms around that student athlete, but the parents are still trying to learn so that they can continue to advise their son or daughter on some of the issues that are facing college sports. And, and you know, let's be honest, we could spend a lot of different episodes talking about all the different changes coming to college sports, um, and that's critically important, but we, we know that we wanna make sure that these families and that these parents are understanding um, how some of these changes are affecting their student athlete or may affect their student athlete. Thinking about some of these potential changes um, like name, image, and likeness, like we've been talking about, or understanding how the portal, uh, transfer portal is going to be, uh, some of these rules are gonna be changing. Thinking about even COVID and the impact of COVID from a health perspective uh, on student athletes, but also from an economic perspective that affects the athletic departments and athletic department budgets and what impact that might have on on particular sports. So, you know, Courtney, I'm going to kick it over to you um, and kind of ask this, you know, question, you know, I know that you work with a lot of different families and you've had families of lottery picks that you work with, but also uh, families of players who aren't lottery picks who want to ask you and engage with you and, and get some more information from you. When you think about that, what drives that passion for you, what drives that passion inside of you to work with these families of athletes? Well, you, you know what, um, Luke, I, I was brought up around um, professional athletes. I probably started going, I would, used to go to the Hawks game, and I would actually go in the locker room probably when I was five, six, or seven, right? And my parents would always talk to me, and my dad would say, you know, and I never did play basketball, but he, he just thought sometimes that, you know, the young men put too much effort and energy trying to play in a league or play professional sports because, you know, it was a long shot. And so I channeled my energy and I said, you know what, if I can't play professional sports, I'm going to work behind the scenes. So this is, I've actually probably wanted to work in sports since I was five, six or seven. And so I've had so many great jobs, 
But I started to study. I noticed that people always pay attention to the athletes, right? They, they would get all of the attention, and they never paid attention to the parents, right? Um, a lot of times in this industry, people will try to come between the parent or parents and the child and me growing up in, with my, with a, in a two-parent household with my mom and dad. I could just never imagine life without growing up without my parents or them not being together or, or us fighting or somebody coming between us. So about, for about two or three years, I started content in the year. Um, I started in, in 2014. So for about before I started content, I really just studied and tried to find the gap because one of the things I didn't want to do, I didn't want to solve a problem that no one had. And, and I think sometimes, you know, when you start a business or a company, sometimes people can start, you can solve problems that, that no one has. And I didn't want to do that. So as I began to dig, I was like, wow, nobody focuses on the parent. That'll be my job. And in doing that, one of the things that I did was, you know, in this case study of these last six and a half, seven years, was ask the parent, is there anybody else helping you? Um, along with this process of, of providing you with information. And out of all the parents that I've worked with and families, from, which has probably been about 60, 70, 80, 90, maybe 100, 100% of them, I mean, every last one of them has said, no, Courtney, nobody's helping us. You're the only person that's doing that, right? And so if these parents are the, the parents of uh, potential lottery picks or one and done, the first round, I was like, my goodness, I, they, if nobody's helping the lottery picks, absolutely nobody's helping the second-round guys, the free agent guys, you know, the guys that are going overseas. And I would often get inquiries from, from families, you know, Courtney, can you help us? And even though we focus on lottery picks, you know, my parents, you know, the, what they taught me, I couldn't tell a parent, you know, your son is not a lottery pick. You know, I can't help you. Right. So, you know, what I did was I said, okay, let me test this out for a couple of years. So I've got, I've been at beta, beta test content for the last six and a half, seven years or, or content as I kept my case study. And I was like, wow, I think now is a time where I can really scale this up. I said, you know, I've developed some absolutely sensational relationships with these families and with these parents. I said, now I have the research, you know, the, the resources now to say, you know what? Let's take this bigger and, let, and let's expand it to every, all the parents of Division One, Two, Three, men's and women's college basketball. Because although their sons and daughters may not go play professional professionally in the NBA or the WNBA, they still have to go through that recruiting process when they go to college. You know, they need to be able to differentiate playing at a mid-major or a high-major, or if they're going to school A, they're, they're thinking about sending their son or daughter to school A or school B or school C or school D, they need to be able to reach back to families and say, hey, you know what? What was your experience like going to this school or that school? You know, what was the coaching staff like? What was the training table like? What was the atmosphere like on campus? Was it warm? You know, did the coaches return your phone calls? Did they do a thorough job of explaining to you how the ecosystem works? Did they explain to you how the, you know, their quote unquote supply chain goes? Can you reach out to the coach directly? Or do you need to reach out to the director of basketball operations or the top assistant? How does this go? And so fam what I found was the families really, really never had a grasp on that, right? And so they were out there literally fishing, trying to find the answers. So I've been able to be this hub for a ton of 
families and be able to that vessel for information because I, I found it being key. And in turn, the families have been able to um, get a lot of their questions answered by just creating this small community. But with the CBPA, I think it's going to really take it to another level. I think that's absolutely right, man. I, I, listen, I love it. You know, I think at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, right? It's, it's all about being able to share information with the people who need it. And so a lot of times, you know, we say that, that there's so much that we need to share and that we want to get out. And, and this information, trying to find the best ways to share this information is so, so important. And I think a lot of times people forget that an important stakeholder group in all of this are the parents in, in everything that's going on in college sports. And so to be able to have that focus on the athlete as well as their family, I think is, is absolutely critically important. So this way, you know, when we think about these, these student athletes, you know, when they're in college, oftentimes their focus is so on the performance, their performance on the field, on the court or what have you. And knowing that they will delegate a lot of times the decisions that they have to make around other aspects of their life to their parents, whether it's, a, you know, to fully delegate for the parents to decide or to at least, you know, lean on the parents for guidance in making decisions um, that's why these parents need to get this information. And it's so, so very important that we that we can do that. I know we got to wrap up here, but before we we wrap this all up, I got one last question um, that I want to hit you with, Courtney. You know what? Let, 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 yeah, let me go ahead. This too about the, 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 I think the key part, too, about the parents is so I talk to front off front office execs in, in these teams office. Right. And so if your son is going, if your son or daughter is going to the league, um, one of the things that I think that's very key for parents to understand is they judge you as well, right? They judge the parents. The parents are a key ingredient in, in, in this whole equation as well um, because if the parents don't know certain things or, or act in a certain way that, that, may not, that might not reflect uh, positive, positively on their son or daughter, these teams look at that, right? And, and, and it could affect your draft status. It could affect if a team wants to take a chance on you. So, I, I, you know, I have to explain that to parents as well. The way you conduct yourself or the way you act, it's a direct reflection of what the teams or, or, or people in general may think about your son or daughter. So I think that's another reason. That, that is another reason why I think, you know, it's so important for me just to talk to the parents. Absolutely. All right. So last question. College Basketball Parents Association so it launched on Tuesday, the 24th. So five years from now, seven years from now, three years from now, kind of what's, what's your vision? You know, where do you see the CBPA in, say, five years? I think five years from now, the CBPA has a very bright future. I see it as definitely one of uh, a stakeholder, uh, a stakeholder in college basketball, being that resource for other organizations to reach out to when they have want insight, want intel, um, want more information about certain topics. So I, I definitely see the CBPA as, as, as a more robust organization. Um, I see it being an ally of many different organizations where folks may in the past not had the opportunity where uh, parents are galvanized in unison or, or in one place to get that solid opinion because right now, Everything, all the parents are just kind of like all over the place, for, for lack of better terms. What I mean by all over the place, there is no centralized hub for the parents to go until the CBPA. And I think now 
the CBPA will give all of the parents a place to go and, and convene and, and outside organizations. That they, if you want to hear what the parents have to, have to say, you can come directly to the CBPA. That's right. I like it. Uh, I'd have to co-sign on that. So I think five years from now, we're going to be you know, leading this, this robust organization that really is focused on just hundreds and hundreds of families of college basketball players. And they know that they can get independent, objective, uh, and unbiased real-world education. They can share in the network and the community that they've established on different issues that really affect the guidance of their young people, right, who are student-athletes in college. And so I'm just excited to be a part of it. I'm excited to go to work, and I, I'm really excited to work with you on this, Courtney. Man, I'm, I'm so happy. Like I told you, uh, Luke, if you would have told me, no, man, I, there's no way humanly possible we would be having this conversation. I, I'm so happy you agreed to uh, be a part of this and, and help me with and be the co-executive. We're both co-executive directors. So this is, you own this as much as, as this as I do. And thank you so much. Absolutely. That means we got to go get it, right? Absolutely. We got to get it right. That's right. Well, listen, everybody, this is Courtney Scott, founder of Content Incubator, doing some great things out there in the world of protecting families and protecting athletes. So thank you so much for taking some time to join us today. Thank you so much, uh, Luca. You and the Porter Wright team. Thank you guys so much. Absolutely. So again, thank you for tuning in to the Protecting Your Possibilities podcast. If this is your first time listening, please do feel free to share this with a colleague, with a friend. Go ahead and subscribe. Feel free to give us, you know, five stars if you found some value in it. Uh, But again, thank you for tuning in. We look forward to continuing to bring you other good information as we move forward. Until then, have a great day. Porter Wright, Morrison Arthur, LLP offers this content for informational purposes only as a service for our clients and friends. The content of this publication is not intended as legal advice for any purpose, and you should not consider it as such. It does not necessarily reflect the views of the firm as to any particular matter or those of its clients. Please consult an attorney for specific advice regarding your particular situation.